Columbia Central Lions football on WKRM is brought to you in part by Parts Motor Sales, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Roof Systems Inc., Right Care, Columbia Franklin Kubota, Ten Pin Alley, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, Holland's Pharmacy, Columbia Foodland, Beck Dental Care, Bedrich and CSH Incorporated, Brown's Body Shop, Murray Regional Medical Center, Quick Marts, Davis Heating and Cooling, and by Sands Fence Company. Here's Lee Maddox. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to try this one more time. Hopefully you're hearing us. Uh, and if you could, please text us to let us know if we're on the air or not. Uh, I know we're at 103.7. Uh, we, we thought we were going to JP, and and the 101.7 was JP. But I'm, I'm hoping we're on the air right now with good sound microphones. I'm not sure of that, and hope you heard the uh uh, yeah, I'm hearing you are loud and clear. Thank you there. So we are just uh, moments away from the second half kickoff, and uh, we apologize for the technical difficulties. Hopefully we've got some things worked out, and hopefully you won't hear me getting upset <laughs> when I thought we were playing commercials, Coach Mike. Uh, anyway, we figured out uh, hopefully we've got, we've got it all kind of situated here, but we've got a great game here. Columbia is up here at halftime 20-12. to 12 over Dixon County. Both teams are, at least uh, Columbia is back on the field and they are starting their warm-up routine and they really need to warm up because we really need, Coach Mike, we need to continue that fire that we've had in the first yeah. half uh, to continue on and obviously our defense kind of stepped up for us uh, but with the two pick sixes and uh, not two pick sixes but at least one pick six and then another one that went about 80 yards so hopefully we're, we're going to continue that trend on defense and then get things working on offense. Yeah, the defense uh, picked up in the last last half of the second quarter. They they became more aggressive on their tackling, more aggressive on their pursuit, and they were able to hem the runners in. Where earlier in the game they were being tentative, coming up and reaching and grabbing and getting basically just getting run over. We changed it. We started bringing what we call bringing our feet with them, and uh, they did a much much better job in pursuit and tackling. Terry, you've got some numbers for us. Hopefully, maybe we can yes, get I, yes, go I sure over those. Do. Yes, sir. And uh, first of all, we are live on both stations, 101, 103. Just got a text from Delk. Everything's working. sounding good. Uh, for Columbia, <laughs> at 100 yards rushing. Uh, unfortunately, we had 36 yards in sacks. Mm. Hustleton was sacked, I think, five times for that. Uh, 47 through the air. Uh, Dixon County, I've got them unofficially, of course, 87 rush, 61 pass. And, uh, of course, we had the two pick sixes by Dixon County that we picked off. One returned for a touchdown, another one to the one or two-yard line. So uh, there's been a lot of penalties on Dixon. I've unofficially got them with uh, 40 yards through six penalties. Uh, we've actually only had two that I've got down, each were five-yarders. So, uh, you know, we're, we're doing pretty good. And I agree, like you said, they seem to get aggressive. The, off, the defensive line is finally starting to break through and getting the runners before they can get started. Well, yeah, thank you, Terry. And uh, hopefully, yes, we're going to get our offense on track. And uh, we're, we're hoping that uh, things are going to go the way they the, – the trend that we had in that first half and uh, get our offense on track and to get – 
to correct the mistakes that we've had with whatever it is with the, what was causing those sacks. Yeah. And it was a great first half. Sorry that uh, our listeners missed most of it, but it was <laughs> it was the most exciting first half of this so far. The three games we've we've kind of covered. So. Yeah, they uh, they for sure were listening to uh, Dixon County's crowd noise here. Yes, uh, and. Uh, they had Dixon County had a lot to cheer about, and uh, Columbia's had a lot to cheer about too. So both teams are, are finishing up their warm-ups, and uh, Dixon County still kind of going through some of theirs as Columbia goes back to the sideline. And here, start this second half. Dixon County def- won the toss; they deferred, so they'll go on offense first. It'll be a chance for our defense to to step up and hopefully to get turn field position and get us back with the ball or maybe even a, another pick six like we did to, to begin with so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be imperative their defense uh, gets a quick turn whether it's a three three and out or a turnover uh, we need to set the tone early uh, and control the line of scrimmage again stay aggressive like we did in the second half or the second part of the second quarter stay aggressive with our defensive attack uh, towards the ball uh, not necessarily the blitzing packages and stuff like that, but our attack towards the ball to make the tackles. We've got to stay aggressive. Uh, don't be afraid of the mistakes. I think that we were being very, very careful. It looked like we were afraid of, of, of making a mistake, and uh, when that happens, you're making a mistake. You just got to go. Trust your instincts. Trust your athleticism. Trust the, the drills you've been working on, and, and be aggressive to the ball, and then know your teammates are coming to help you. Very good. So, guys, we got a, another second half to call here as both teams are starting to get back on the field. And uh, the clock just under a minute to go before the kickoff. And this is has been exciting. We've had a new kicker, to, and um, hopefully he'll do the same thing. That he'll he just relax. I think his first two kicks, I think he actually tried too hard to kick it deep, and he ended up with some uh, – uh, with some shorter kicks, then I think that third time he kind of got his stride and relaxed and was able to get it deep into the end zone. Very good. I just uh, obviously Dixon County's has, has shown they've got a strong running game and uh, a very capable quarterback. We've got to get back to him. We've got to put more pressure on him, to, and we've seen that that makes a difference and to cause those those turnovers, those interceptions. Yeah, when we put the pressure on him, he has not thrown it well. It was when he's had a chance to, to stand there and set his feet, uh, look around the field a little bit is when he's been able to pick us apart. When we put him under pressure, he puts it up for grabs, and we have a chance then, uh, as we've seen, to make the – to, to either knock the pass down or to make the interception. So we're getting ready for kickoff, and it's going to be Victor Ramirez, the senior soccer player who's just come out for the football team this week. And the last kickoff after our last touchdown, he kicked us a good, strong touchback. Let's see what he'll do here as they're all lined up. He's teeing up the ball and back deep for the Cougars is uh, what is that number? Demarcus Springer is back deep. The whistle's been blown. We're set. Here comes Ramirez. He kicks off, and it is going to go to the one-yard line where Springer picks it up. He's at his 20. He's at the 25, at the 30. He's got room to go down the right sideline, across midfield. He's finally taken down at the Columbia 44-yard line. Unfortunate, Caden McCoy finally corrals him in to stop that threat right there. Now, defense is already in a hole. 
And um, I don't know if you noticed there was a penalty on the play. No, I didn't. But it was on our guys were offside, offside. on the kick. They picked up the flag, yep. obviously. That's not a flag back there. It's just no, some kind of. It was, it was, it was back over here on our kickoff I know, kickoff but there's line. something on the field right over there that looks like a. Well, there's a couple of things. But anyway, here's Dixon County at the Columbia 44-yard line just underway here in the third quarter. Lamberth all the way at quarterback in the shotgun. He's going to hand it off to Dunning right at the middle, and he's met by Jordan Brooks in the backfield, and then he's met by a pride of lines to take him down. A loss of two on the play. They'll spot it now at the Columbia 46-yard line. So a great penetration on that first play from scrimmage from Jordan Brooks to stop that, that handoff to Dunning, who has hurt us the whole game. So here's Lambert in the shotgun, eyeing the defense. He takes the snap, going to hand it off to, to Dunning right at the middle. Dunning gets pretty good yardage there on the right side of the Dixon County line. He picks up five on the play. It down to the 41-yard line of Columbia, and here goes Dixon County in that hurry-up offense again, which was proved effective in the first half. Lambert in the gun. Now he's backing off to take a play from the sideline. So just kind of making sure that Columbia's ready, and I'm – we, we, they're checking. Their, their we coach, need to be ready. Their coach is up in the box. They're checking our defense and then adjusting their play. Now Lambert's got the play. Now he's going to take another kind of stop to get another play. Play clock down to five. He takes the snap, hands it off to Dunning right up the middle on the right side, and he got his first down yardage down to the 32-yard line of Columbia. So there's that Don Dunning again. He just... He's, he's quite a running back for the Cougars. He just takes the, the, dive, the dive handoff right on the right side of the line. Here's Lambert, and a whistle blows. And what's going to be the call? Is it a timeout? It is a timeout. Timeout for Columbia. For Columbia. Columbia is going to take a early, again, timeout wow. here in the third quarter with 10 minutes, 16 seconds to go. We'll take a timeout with them by telling you you're listening to Columbia Central Alliance football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Welcome back to Dixon County is uh, Dixon County at first and 10. A quick pass to the left, but that ball hit the ground incomplete. So to bring up second and 10 from the Columbia 32-yard line, just, just underway here in the third quarter, 10 minutes, 12 seconds to go as the clock stops on the incomplete pass. Just a quick pass over to the left side. Lambert was looking for his receiver, but just a little low on the pass. We need a big, big play here on our defense. Here's a snap and goes to Dunning around the left side. This time he drags uh, one receiver with him across the 30-yard line down to the 29-yard line. Uh, a good pickup on that play, but still third and five here for the Cougars as uh, they line up quickly on the ball again. 
is our number third. That was Malachi Cordell. And a handoff quickly again to DeMarcus Springer, and he's hit the, at the line of scrimmage and breaks free a little ways, and there's a late flag. Not sure what that's going to be. That's probably not going to be good for, Link, for, for Columbia. Holding on offense. on offense on Dixon County. Holding on the Cougars. So I'm not sure, guys. Do you take that penalty or because that makes it fourth down? Yeah, but they're still deep in our territory. I, uh, know, I think you push him back. I don't know. He's going to decline Deep. it. They're declining wow. the penalty, okay. so I, I think I might too. So it's going to make it fourth and about four. Uh, the ball is spotted at the Columbia 26-yard line. They've got to get to the 23, I'm trying to see. Yeah. So here's Lambert waiting on the call from the sidelines. We just don't need to jump right here for sure. And give them that automatic first down. So let's see what they do. There's the snap. He's going to run it himself. Drug. And he stopped at the at the initial point, and he has stopped. It's going to be It's going to be turnover on downs. That's not a first down. He picks up only three. He needed four. So Columbia holds on defense on this first possession for Dixon County. A great defensive stand after they started out with good field position on the kickoff. They've made some couple of good first downs, but the defense holds, and Columbia takes over at their own 24-yard line, first and 10 for the Lions. Super job showing some resiliency right there and making a big play. Now if our offense can just take that momentum and, and flip it. Here they are in the I formation. DeAndre Mathers in the fullback position. Christian Biggers at the tailback spot as Usselton brings his line up. He's under center. There's the snap and a penalty. That's going to be procedure. Or no. I'm not sure what the call is. Maybe on the sideline. Signaled offside. Uh, procedure. Procedure. Okay. procedure on Columbia. Backs him up five yards. So first and 15 now is the clock at nine minutes, 10 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Looked like it was an illegal formation again. Ball spotted at the 18. Usselton under center in the I formation. He's going to hand off to his second back. That's Biggers comes through. He picks up almost, uh, well, it gets about three yards. So it's still going to be second and about 12 to go here for the Lions as they lead in this ball game 20 to 12 over the Cougars. Folks, I hope you're hearing us a little better, and we just uh, apologize again for our technical issues, but hopefully. We're coming in loud and strong here. There is a big crowd on the on the Dixon County side, and here's Usselton in the I formation. He's going to hand off. No, uh, yeah, he hands off to Biggers, looking for room around the right side. He's picking his way, but goes down only after about a yard pickup. Not sure what he was looking for there. He was kind of dancing around, looking for looking for a spot, but just couldn't find it. So it's going to be third and eleven, as it'll spot, they'll spot it at the twenty-three yard line. Got to get it to the thirty-four for the first, and another timeout. Who's taking the timeout now? On Columbia. That's our second timeout already. And we're only, we're not even four minutes into the third quarter. And we, we're down to one timeout left in the ballgame. We'll take one with them. A quick break by telling you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Welcome back to Dixon County High School. Third and 11 for the Lions at their own 23-yard line. Hustleton under center looking to throw. He's got the pass away to Jordan Davis in his hands and drops it. Oh, gone. Jordan Davis, the ball was just a little behind him, but still catchable. Yeah, right, very catchable. Uh, Well-designed play. I mean, you had a good play action and pulled the linebackers up, had, the, had a nice soft spot about the first down marker, just didn't pull it, pull it all the way in. And so and now we get to the mystery part. Here's Max Patton in the punt <laughs> formation as uh, Luke James is in there for the long snap. We need a good punt here. And it's balls on the ground, but Max Patton gets it almost blocked, and he gets it away. A pretty good punt and a good roll for the Lions as it's rolling all the way down to the 22-yard line is where it's finally spotted down. So... A very good, very good turn of events for the Lions to flip that field back over. And now we need another big defensive stand right here to hold them again. Flip that, uh, flip the field from our 25 to their 22. Outstanding job on his part. Uh, again, picked up a, a, a shaky snap, but was able to get it off. All right, so let's have another. Maybe not, we don't need them to get as many yards as they did on that last drive, but. How that last drive ended is the way we need this one to end right here or the turnover. All of those things need to come into play for our defense. Again, the ball spotted. And another flag. That's going to be that's going to be on Dixon County before the snap. I'm assuming procedure, Coach. I think they lined up in the neutral zone. That's five yards back, so first and 15. The ball spotted now at the 17-yard line of Dixon County, where Lambert takes the snap, going to hand it off to DeMarcus Springer around the right side. He's looking for room, and he is tackled in the backfield. A great pickup by there by the strong safety, Lincoln English, as he comes in and makes that play. Really Well, I guess they're going to give him a couple of yards, but still a great play for Lincoln English to, to recognize to, the to recognize that run and come fill the running lane there. Did a, did a super job. Uh, stayed aggressive with his tackle, and that's that's the important part of this. So Lamberth quickly back up to the line of scrimmage with his players as he adjusts some of the line of scrimmage, and now he's going to take the snap. He's looking to throw, throws quick across. The, and it's almost intercepted by Hidalgo again, but falls incomplete. <laughs> He had his man open. Uh, Lambert had his man open, but he looked like he was throwing it to Hidalgo. And uh, Hidalgo was was making a break to the receiver because he knew he was had to close ground, and it almost hit him in the helmet uh, before he realized it was coming at him. Yeah. That could have been. That would have been pretty. Uh, anyway, makes it third and twelve. Ball again spotted. Now they say it's at the eighteen yard line of Dixon County. Third and twelve. 
clock at seven minutes, ten seconds. Columbia leads. Here's here's Lambert being pressured, and he's going to go down. He throws it away, and right at the last minute, and Watson Harvey tips it up in the air. That could have ball could have been intercepted as well. I think if he'd have realized it went up, I think he realized, thought it went down. If he'd have realized it went up, he might have been able to turn around and find it himself. But he was being pressured there uh, for sure, and he was in the grasp of Tristan Harden, the sophomore defensive tackle that kind of made that play and uh, forced him to throw that ball away and uh, almost to our favor again. Again, the, the, the defensive front put the pressure on him. He can't set his feet, and he throws it up for grabs, and Austin, that gives us a chance. Austin Morris back now deep as it's third and 12. He lines up at his uh, eight-yard line. Fourth and, fourth and 12, excuse me, fourth and 12 is a punt. And uh, hopefully, and we've got two men deep. Q Mart. Oh, high snap. Oh, did he tip it? No, they're going to throw the flag. They're going to throw a flag. The, it was a high snap, and Joseph Whaley was trying to block that ball, and they're going to get a first down out of this. Uh, it depends. Yeah. That's a rough in the kicker. It's going to have to be. It was a high that, well, snap. They may, they may just call it running into the kicker. We'll, they, Let's they wait on the call. It'll be. He didn't get the block, yep, but yep. he took the he took the punter out. It's a five yarder. Yep. And their coach is kind of beside himself. He's thinking it should be a, a full roughing the kicker, but well, they're calling running into the kicker. It's going to repeat fourth down. It's kind of a. Maybe when he juggled the ball, I'm not sure. Yeah, with the, with the bad snap and the juggled snap, it, it does give the defense a little bit of leeway. He's still protected because he's not trying to run. But it allows, again, it's a minor infraction as opposed to a major infraction of roughing the kicker, running into the kicker. We might have dodged a bullet right there, yes. guys. Because that could have easily, I it, guess, been interpreted. It's a call. You're right. As, we, we, we got a break on that because it, it is a judgment call. I'll take it. Hidalgo and Q Martin back deep. Here's the snap again. A good punt this time by Austin Morris. High kick. Hidalgo takes it at his 40, and he drops it. But nobody around him. He's got plenty of room across midfield down to the 40. Another flag? Yep. Where? On outside the 40. That's going to be a block in the back, right? Yes, it was. I saw it. That's a shame. Nobody was even back there when Hidalgo catches the ball at his own 40, and he crosses midfield just like a flash. Uh, up to, he gets to Dixon County's 40, and there's where the flag is thrown. And they'll do this from the spot, so, right? So we're still going to have good field position right at midfield at our own 49-yard line is where Columbia will take over first and 10. Six minutes, 25 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Columbia leading 20-12 to over Dixon County. We just need to chip away here, you know, average four or five yards of carry. Eat up the clock and go score. A touchdown Driving, for sure. A long no drive and a score. Here's Usselton. He's going to hand it off to the first man through, and that's Caden McCoy, and he runs, crushes over the right side for four good yards, strong yards, across his midfield down to the 47-yard line of Dixon County. We're able to make it second and about six, we'll call it. So Caden McCoy, as a sophomore, has really been a spark for this team. Yeah. Strong runner, very quick, shifty on his feet. He makes these plays after he hits that line of scrimmage, and you just don't know. If he's hard to hard to bring down. Here's Usselton. 
Going to give it to Q Martin. He dribbles, fumbles the ball a little bit, kind of juggles the ball, but finally picks up positive yardage, picks up two as uh, kind of that, what do you call that, play, inside, coach? Inside track off of a off the fake sweep. It's, it's really about three motions in one time. Uh, but it's just an inside reverse trap and they, uh, he did a good job of seeing a hole and reversing, actually kind of cutting back against the grain and making something out of a, of a play that was stopped at the line of scrimmage. He kind of juggled it though, got his center at the little, handoff, at the point of handoff. A little shaky on the handoff, yeah. So that kind of, kind of, his momentum kind of stopped a little bit right there. So here's Usselton, third and four. He's going to give it to McCoy right up the middle. Not as much room there. He's met right at the line of scrimmage, so that makes it fourth and four at the Dixon County 44-yard line. Coach, what do you do here? Well, as our defense is playing, go for it. No, he's going to punt. At least he's bringing him in. I would go for it, too, I think. I'm not sure. If they they had, you know, again, the the, the question mark comes back down to their snapping. If If they had a solid snap. A good punt here puts them down in in uh, in a hole, and our defense is playing well right now. So you want to you want to let them, you know, take over. Let them take over from Dixon County being in a hole. Here's, all possible. Here's a snap. Good one this time. And there's a penalty or something. I'm not sure. Did they jump? Is Dixon County offsides? Because that would be an automatic first. Mm. But that's not going to be the case. They're backing it up this our way. So that just gives us a little more room to punt. But, man, that was a good snap. Great I would, snap. I'd like to take that one and let Max Patton put it deep. But he still has the chance right here. It's ball spotted at the Dixon County 49-yard line. Fourth and eight. Max Patton standing at his 38-yard line. Here's the snap. It's a good one. No pressure. Great punt towards the corner. Nobody's going to get it. It's going to go out of bounds. Where's he going to mark it? That's enough. He's coming way up. Come on. There's no way. He comes all the way up to the 25-yard line. It looked like it should have been the 15, but Dixon County will take over after the punt at their own 25-yard line as we're at four minutes and one second to go here in the third quarter. Columbia up 20-12. to over the Cougars. I guess that kick was a sharper angle than it looked up from up here. Must have been. Must have been. Of course, it is on the far side. It would be hard for us to tell where that ball's going out, and that referee is right there on the sideline to see it. So here's Lamberth in the shotgun. He's going to do a jet sweep over to the right side. Clint Schrader around the right side. He has nowhere to go. Watson Harvey hits him, but he still gets around him and still picks up a lot of yardage. Picks up almost, well, he he makes a first down after Watson had him in the We did a great job initially, and our our corner tried to slip up inside to get away from his block, and he got sealed. Our corner's got to stay on the outside shoulder and let the pursuit get to him. So... Pick up a 10 yards in the first down. They'll spot it at the 35-yard line of Dixon County. Lambert quickly back under center. Going to go the other side this way with a jet sweep around the left. That's a block in the back, but a great play by Adrian Hidalgo. Comes up from his cornerback position and lays out Schrader over on the left side. A five-yard loss on that play. Great play by Adrian Hidalgo. Yeah, he came up strong on the tackle, but he also kept his out, what we call keeping his outside shoulder clean and was able to uh, 
and able to make that play for a loss. Take a look there. That is Schrader who was running there was the ball. The ball carrier down. Yeah. Yeah. He took, he, was, he took a bad hit there. He did. Bad hit to the to the legs. So the trainers are out to look at him, and with that, we'll take a break. Uh, injury timeout by telling you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. AMC Roofing. Leaking roof? Missing shingles? AMC Roofing has you covered. Locally owned and operated. We specialize in residential roof repairs and roof maintenance. We are equipped to repair any type of residential roofing systems. And we also handle siding repairs. AMC Roofing can pinpoint leaks and have them fixed guaranteed. There is no job too small. But when you're ready, we also provide full roof replacements. Call or text today for a free estimate. AMC Roofing. Your local roof repair specialist. Call Andrew Costa today, 931-626-0492. Visit your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the vehicle you want. And certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional grade. the 75th year Columbia Central Lions football plays on WKRN. Welcome back to Dixon County High School. That was Tony Hampton for the Cougars that was injured on the play, but I think it was just cramped, so he's back up on his feet and made it to the sidelines. Uh, I think I misspoke. That was thought it was Clint, uh, Clint Schrader, but it was Hampton. Now Dixon County hurries to the line to run a play, it looks like. They hustle up to the line. Here's the snap. Going to hand it off to Dunning. No, that is Schrader running the ball, but he is met by Watson Harvey right at the line of scrimmage. He drives him back, way back. But he will make, the, I guess, the line of scrimmage, or they might be just a half yard short. So it's going to make it third and about 15 at their own 31-yard line of Dixon County. Two minutes, 50 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Looks like our line's slowly starting to take control of, of the of the line of scrimmage and getting more and more penetration, messing up their their flow. So third and long for Colby Lamberth as he takes the snap. He's looking to throw immediately. There's the middle screen and it's dropped. It's dropped incomplete. Fourth, fourth and fifteen. He was trying to reach Don Dunning, the the powerful. Uh, tail back there for the Cougars and he just dropped the ball. Fortunately for us that was it was well set up. He had he had three blockers out in front of him. We only had two defenders on that side of the field. Uh, again we got a break there and uh, now we need to take advantage of it. Without a doubt. So ball spotted at the 31 yard line of Dixon County back deep for the Lions. Q Martin and Adrian Hidalgo. They, they will set, set up at about their 35-yard line, their 30-yard line. Let's see what Austin Morris does here. And hopefully we don't get a... There's a snap. Here's the kick. It's away. A pretty good kick. 
A good one. Hidalgo's going to take it at his 26-yard line, looking for blockers. He's got room around the right side. He breaks one tackle. He's at the 40. He cuts back across field, reverses direction across midfield at the 40 now. Dixon County still on his feet, looking for another block. He's just tripped down finally, and that should be a late hit by the punter, but it's not going to be called. He's going to get all the way down to the 20, inside the 25-yard line of Dixon County. What a great return did an for Hidalgo. Out, did an outstanding job of, of using his blockers. He would set them up, and, and his reverse to the field, he saw a wall, a secondary wall setting up uh, by, uh, over to his right and made that cut and, and was able to get about another 30 yards off of it. They'll spot it at the 24-yard line of Dixon County, where we'll take over first and 10. Osselton getting his players set under center. Caden McCoy, his own tailback. He's going to hand it off to him around the right side. He's got room in the middle, and he wiggles his way for about six yards before he's brought down inside the 20 now to the eight. Well, now they'll mark it at the 18-yard line. So pick up a five. I said six, but pick up a five, second, and five. A long four, we'll call it. Clock counts at 145 to go here in the third quarter. Columbia up over Dixon County, 20 to 12 here in Dixon, Tennessee. Usselton under center. There's a whistle. There's a flag. Oh, my goodness gracious. How many flags do we have to have? Illegal procedure against the Lions. Yeah, what as fast, is that? As, as, fast as, is they, that? as fast as they're throwing a the flag, it looks like we're lining up offsides. As soon as we put our hand down in the in the formation. If we're in the neutral zone, then they, they, they blow it dead at that point. So that backs us up to basically second and 10 where ball is spotted at the Dixon County 24-yard line. Usselton under center. Biggers in motion. Hands off to McCoy around the right side. He's looking for room. He picks up the five that he lost on that play back to the 18-yard line of Dixon County where it will be third and about six or a long five. Let's see where they will spot it. It's going to be a, going to be a long six yards for the Lions as the clock inside a minute now to go in the third quarter. The Lions up 20 to 12 over Dixon County. Hustleton brings his team up to the line of scrimmage. He sets up under center. Caden McCoy is lone tailback. Fakes to Biggers. He's now rolled to his left looking to throw. He hits McCoy. He's got his first down inside the 10-yard line is or right at the 10-yard line is where they're gonna where he's gonna go down. And uh, that's gonna be a first down for the Lions. 30 seconds to go here in the quarter. Great little play there by Usselton, a fake to everybody in the middle, and then he finds the uh, he finds uh, who caught the ball? McCoy. <laughs> McCoy. McCoy. McCoy caught the ball out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. So first and 10 at the 10. This time handing off to Biggers around the right side. He's looking for room, but he's not going to get too much. He's got maybe three or two yards anyway, we'll call it. As he's going around the right side over towards the Columbia bench. Just a sweep around the right yeah, side. Jet right? sweep. And that will end the third quarter of play, but Columbia knocking on the door once again as they're leading in this ballgame 20 to 12 as we 
We'll be back with the fourth quarter by telling you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Hi, I'm Steve, the garbage man. By now you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Starting the fourth quarter here in Dixon County, Usselton hands it off the jet sweep to Jordan Davis around the left side. He's looking for the end zone, and he's there! Touchdown, Columbia! Wow! Great play by Jordan Davis on the jet sweep around the left side of the line, needing eight yards for that first down, but he goes all the way, Coach. And our outside blocker did a good job just tying the defensive man up just long enough for him to get around to the outside. Uh, Great blocking inside. In fact, I thought we were going to get a penalty for a little bit because one (laughs) of our guys pancaked theirs. The referee came in to break it up. And here's Max Patton set up for the point after attempt. Here's, nope, we're going to get another penalty. And the fire, because there goes the snap. <laughs> oh, my goodness, come on. What's going on here? We didn't have enough men on the field, and they send one. And, of course, that's going to be a penalty. And then they snap the ball, and it's fumbled. So, Special no, teams. Ex- no extra point. But that still brings us a new score. 26 for Columbia, 12 for Dixon County with 11.53 to go here in the fourth quarter. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales, is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. For the 75th year, Columbia Central Lions football plays on WKRN. And welcome back to Dixon County as uh, Columbia just goes up 26-12 here just as we get underway the first play of the fourth quarter. Now Victor Ramirez ready to kick off from his own 40-yard line. Let's see if he can get it into the end zone again. And here's the kick. And it's deep. Let's see if it gets there. Goes to the one is where Demarcus Springer will pick it up. Let's we gotta tackle him. He's up across the 20, up to the 26-yard line is where Dixon County will take over first and ten. Generally, if we keep it inside the 30, we consider it a successful kickoff uh, kickoff play. So I still would like to get a little bit more coverage there. Yeah. uh, Pin them back a little bit more. Terry, you've got some. You got the scoring drive. Yep, uh, they went. Uh, they finished off with a ten-yard run by Davis, uh, twenty-four yards total after that great uh, return. Six plays, 
Uh, the kick was no good. We're up 26 to 12. Thank you, sir. And so now Dixon County takes over at their own 26-yard line. First and 10, 11 minutes, 47 seconds to go here in the ball game in the fourth quarter. Kobe Lamberth all the way at quarterback. He's looking to throw. He's got some time now. He's being pressured. He's going to go down. He's going down. Ball is out. Ball is out. Pick it up. He's, that ball oh, is out. No. That ball was out, but they're calling it incomplete. They, well, they're, I hope they're, they're calling it I, incomplete. I hope pass. they're calling it in the grass. In the grass. because They're calling him there. in the grass there. They called him down. That's great. Goodness incomplete gracious. would have brought it to the line of scrimmage. Yes. I uh, know. But I, they're calling like, him in the grass. That's a fumble. No. They're calling it a, and a penalty okay. on the play. Intentional grounding. Okay. There we go. Yes. So we would decline that? No. We take it because it's it's half the oh, distance to the goal the from down. there and the loss of down. Yes. Plus, we're, and it's a spot foul. So all the way inside the five-yard line is where Jordan Brooks, that's all I could see was Jordan was in on that play, and I'm not sure who else was pressuring Lambert, but he had nowhere to go, and it looked like to me it should have been a fumble. But anyway, it's second and 35. He's just going to hand off to Dunning right up the middle. He picks up about five yards on the play up to the nine, where it will be third and about 30 for the Cougars. Wow. So need to stay in control of our gaps. Uh, keep him, keep everybody in front of us, and don't let us, let, don't let him have a big play to get things back. And let's get this turnover again right here, because I, I, you know, there he's throwing it this time. Third and thirty-one. Ball spotted at the Dixon County nine-yard line. Eleven minutes and counting here left in the fourth quarter. Columbia up twenty-six to twelve over the Cougars. Here's the snap. Lambert looking for the middle screen, and it's almost intercepted by Watson Hart. Uh, Joseph Whaley had it right in his hands, and he had, he had the goal line in his sights, and I think he saw that, and he just the ball was right there in his hands. But anyway, incomplete, fourth and 31 for the Cougars. So let's see what happens here. Looked like the way he reacted, he was so intent on getting to the running back because he was a, a step slow that he didn't realize the ball had been thrown off just a little bit. And, yeah. Uh, but again, this is this is uh, as good as a turnover right here, fourth and forever. They're, you know they're going to punt, without a doubt. Just no penalties, no more penalties for the Lions. Here's the snap. Punt is away. A really good punt. Hidalgo is going to take it at midfield on a bounce. No, he's going to let it drop. He didn't touch it, so it's going to be downed at the 46-yard line of Columbia is where Columbia will take over first and 10, so great field position for the Lions. We need to work on the clock now. Just a long drive, average four or five yards a carry, finish out, cap it off with a score, and pretty well conceal this game away. Well, we saw what happened last week. We came back 16 points, wasn't it, in the fourth quarter to tie that game. We don't need that to happen here. We just got to take care, you know, take care of the ball. Don't don't give them any big plays or any momentum shifters. Usselton brings his team up to the line. He's going to be under center, which is where he's been most of the night. Caden McCoy, the lone tailback in the backfield. Here's Q Martin going to yep. take the jet sweep, and there's another penalty. We step our wing step forward too fast. How many of those have we had? Terry, we've got quite a few penalties. I've unofficially got seven five-yard penalties. Goodness gracious. So backs us up to the 
really the, our own 40-yard line where it will be first and 15 for the Lions. Usselton brings his team up to the line of scrimmage. Same formation. Two wingbacks, kind of Martin. I mean, Q Martin and Biggers. Martin in motion. He's going to take the jet sweep around the left side. Eli Height makes a great block on the outside as, as uh, Q Martin cuts it back up at the inside. Picks up about eight yards on the play up to the, about the 48-yard line of Columbia where it'll make it third and or is that second? No, yeah, it'll be second. second and seven as a clock. That's what we need to see, that clock continue to run. Martin saw that his uh, tackle could not seal the man down inside and was just pushing him out. He had stayed in contact. We made a great cut towards the backside off him to gain uh, big yardage on that run. They need to use every bit of this play clock. It's now at 10, and we're under 10 minutes to go here in the fourth quarter as Usselton eyes the clock. And he takes a snap with about four seconds. He's going to give it off to McCoy right up the middle or right up the right side of the line. And he's going to pick up maybe two to be tackled right at midfield is Caden McCoy. So that's going to make it third and five for the Lions. Big conversion we need right right here. We need this first down to keep this clock, to keep the drive going. As a new player comes in that I haven't called this year, that is a freshman, Cortez Gilbert, comes into the lineup, and he's going to line up right behind. He's going to line up as the lone tailback as Usselton brings the team up under center, play clock at five. He's going to give it, and there's another flag. Come on. What is going on? What is it? Illegal procedure had, had against the Lions. Had two men in motion at the snap. Come on. Goodness gracious. So that backs us up five, third and ten as that clock will now start back rolling at just right at nine minutes. Play clock at 20. So let's take every bit of this that we can. Third and ten, ball spotted at the Columbia 45-yard line. Got to reach the 45 of Dixon to keep the drive alive here. Third and ten, Usselton under center. Going to give to Biggers around the right side, and he's going to be met right at the line of scrimmage for no gain. So that's going to bring up a punting formation, but the clock continues to run. Under eight and a half minutes now to go here in the ballgame. Columbia leading 26-12 to 12 here in Dixon County. Yeah, they tried to run that uh, inside reverse again, and they haven't run a sweep out of that yet in Dixon County, starting to, to see that that's just a decoy move. We're going to have to run that sweep off of that. To, to make them honor that. Waiting on a long snapper, and here comes Lewis. Not sure what happened to Luke James. Was not ready, I guess, to come in. Now we're going we're gonna to end up calling a timeout. I believe that's that our last did? one. Is that what we did? Eight minutes and one second to go here in the ball game of the fourth quarter at Dixon County as, as Columbia leads 26-12 to 12 over Dixon County. And we'll take a quick break and tell you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Court Sports Radio Network. 
At CSH, we know the sport of football builds discipline, character, and work ethic. Three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured, and that's why CSH supports all Murray County football teams and want to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know football builds men that make a difference. Let's go. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. That's WKRM 103.7 FM, Columbia. Welcome back to Dixon County. As uh, it's, uh, what, the, You recognize what, that voice, Lee? <laughs> <laughs> that guy threw me off. That was Lewis on a commercial, and now he's at the long snapper. Let's see what he does. And here is... The snap, and it's on the ground, but Max Patton gets it and gets a great punt away as, oh, it takes a takes a Dixon County bounce as uh, they'll down the ball at the 28-yard line. And uh, Lewis gets a high five over on the sideline for, for getting the ball back there. Thank goodness. Yeah, thank goodness. I'm not sure what happened to Luke James, but uh, anyway, Max Patton gets it away, and let's hope we play some defense here and uh, – Hold this bunch and keep them out of the end zone right here. We don't need some kind of comeback. For We've sure. got to keep everything in front of us. Make them take the long way to get down the field. Seven minutes, 51 seconds to go in the game. Columbia up 26-12. to 12. Here's Lambert looking to throw quick, and he's throwing it downfield. He's got a man. Got Schrader. Picks up 10, 15 yards on the play. There's uh, a quick slant over on the near sideline. Goes Clint Schrader for the Cougars. They'll spot it at the 44-yard line of Dixon County as they're quickly on the ball. Clock stops momentarily to mark the chains. Dixon County already ready to run a play before the clock starts back. Clock should be starting. And there he goes. And what's Oh, just uh, that inside, inside trap goes to Don Dunning. And he goes for another 10 yards all the way down to the Columbia 45-yard line. And quickly, Dixon County is uh, making a move. And there goes the snap. We're going to run it again to Dunning. And he's hit by Whaley. Uh, no, excuse me, Watson Harvey hits him hard right at the line of scrimmage. And he falls forward for two yards, maybe three. They'll spot it at the 41-yard line of Columbia. But the, what a collision Watson Harvey and Don Dunning made. Actually, Dunning's going to come off the field on that one. Shaking is kind of shaking the cobwebs out. Yeah, unfortunately, we were trying. We were in the middle of a substitution, and we could not get it, get off the field. So we had 12 men on the field. Ugh. So that's going to give them. A, so a, that didn't count. All that I just said. <laughs> I didn't see so, the flag. I've got this post right here yeah. in front of me, and I didn't see the flag. So what are they doing? They're discussing a lot out there trying to figure this well, out. they're trying to decide. I don't know if the coach is trying to decide whether to take the play. I don't know why he wouldn't take the penalty because that gives him the play over. Hold it. They're marking it. How is that? They marked it from three yards. I don't understand that. I don't that. understand why the way they marked that. They're going to give him a first down. They're going to spot it at the 36-yard line of Columbia. First down, first and 10, clock at 7 minutes, 28 seconds. Here's Lambert. He's going to hand it off to Marcus Springer right up the middle, and he's hit after crossing the line of scrimmage. He picks up three on the play as Joseph Whaley and Jaravius Hall in on the tackle along with Jace Hope. Quickly. 
Dixon County back on the line, and there's another whistle. What are we calling here? Walking over to the Columbia bench. Y'all see what's going on? A couple no, of referees not. discussing over there what happened. I'm wondering if the if the guy running the down marker is moving too fast, leaving the spot too quickly. Now Coach Moore coming to get kind of an explanation as he comes out on the field to meet the referee. And the same thing with the Dixon County coach, Coach Burns, getting the explanation. But let's reset here. Seven minutes and 11 seconds to go. Columbia leads 26 to 12. It's second and eight. Ball's at the Columbia 33-yard line. Oh, why, why are they moving the chains up? I'm not sure. They must now they're yeah, calling it first, first down. down. How is it first down? Anyway. I don't understand. They're reset and here we go. Clock now runs. Here comes a jet sweep to Clint Schrader, and he's gonna get met by Watson Harvey and a host of, of Lions as he gains about three yards on the play. He'll get to the 31 before he is kind of called down, and clock continues to run here. It's six minutes, 45 seconds to go as uh, Columbia needs to make a stop. Needs to get a turnover right here. I bet you he's throwing this time. Here's Lambert. He's looking to throw. He's being pressured. There's holding, and there's the call. Oh. An incomplete pass almost picked off over there by Matthias Ward, but Lewis was being held without a doubt. So he still made he still got the pressure that took the quarterback <laughs> out of his play that he wanted to and made him go back to his uh, secondary receiver. No doubt, no doubt. So that backs him up. Finally, we see something going the other way. I'm not sure yeah. what all the marking Defense. of that the, the chains over there was going on, yeah. but that backs him up to the 45-yard line. Defense is doing a good job putting pressure in, and they're making them take a lot of time to move the ball down the field here. A lot of a bend don't break idea here. Clock should be started to run, right? Or was it incomplete, incomplete pass? pass? Okay. Dixon County getting the play in as Lamberth all the way at quarterback. A really good quarterback for the Cougars. A bad snap, but he gets it. He's running. He's going to just run it. Now he's going to throw it. Yeah, there's they, a flag. They got, they got and there's an interception. That's an interception right there. No. No. Okay. I thought Q Martin might have had that. Did a good job breaking on the ball and breaking the play up. But we got another holding back here. I'll take it. Yep. I'll take it. That's going to be a spot foul as well from the 47-yard line is where they're going to mark that off from or from the 40 from the Dixie from the 46, Columbia 46 and that's back 10 is that right yes. 10 from the spot so now and you guys need to add up how much they need for the first I can't do math forever 30 <laughs> they get first or six, so second and second and 30 from the Dixon yep. County 44 yard line they got to get all the way to the Columbia 20 inside the 24. 25 and there's pressure. There's screen. the middle screen. DeMarcus Springer, he's got yardage. He's down the left sideline, all the way down to the 20, inside the 20. They're gonna, now they're going to mark him out at the 26-yard line. I'm not sure that he would get the first down. They're trying to move the marker over there. 
And but the referee's calling him out of bounds at the 26, right? Right. Right, right at the 25. So it's not a first down. We have got to be aware that on long yet yardage they are using that screen so third and one as demarcus springer goes he's going to hand it off to dunning right up the right side and he gets the first down that gum wish we could have stopped that after having them third and 30 come on i mean second and 30 lambert and going to hand off to dunning we didn't get off the field in time. Come on, you got to bring him down. Dunning goes all the way inside the 10 down to the 7-yard line of Columbia. As the clock now stops on the penalty of 5 minutes, 54 seconds to go. Was there a penalty? Yes. Yes, but they may decline it. We still got too many on the field. No. No, we're somebody we're needs to okay. Where are we at the five yard line? Ball is now spotted inside the five at the four yard line, where it will be first and goal for the Cougars. Five minutes fifty-four seconds to go. Columbia leads twenty-six to twelve. Here's the handoff to Dunning right up the middle, and he just bowls his way down to the one. Very close to going all the way in as he takes several lines with him at from the point of the line of scrimmage. At this point, we need to make him use three or four plays to get in. Quick play, straight to Dunning, and he's hit the backfield and stopped. Jace Hove, and who else was in on that? Watson Harvey, maybe, and Joseph Whaley. He lost two yards. For sure he did, and they're going to quickly line up because they know they need to score quick. It's it's Lamberth going to try it himself. That ball is never. Timeout, penalty. Yeah, there's a flag. Illegal Illegal procedure. Illegal procedure. They didn't get set. They tried to hurry it too much. Lambert was just going to try to run it in himself there on a quick snap, but uh, not to, not to be. So now they're going to back him up to about just inside the nine-yard line, just past the eight-yard line of Columbia, where the it whole will goal. be third and goal from there. Excuse me there. I was, the whole goal right here, make them run one more play to get in. Make them run one more play. You never know what's going to happen. All right, come on, defense. Stiffen up right here. They just jumped. We just jumped on defense. Gave him five yards. <laughs> Gave him that five yards back. Wow. How many penalties, Terry? I've officially Eight, got ten. Nine, ten. Ten five-yard penalties. That's way too many, guys. But it's this second game of the season, so hopefully we're going to get this turned around. But we need to hold them out of the end zone. Third and goal from the four is Dixon County. Four minutes, 50 seconds and counting to go in this ball game. He's looking to throw. He's being pressured by Lewis. Takes him down the sack. Max, the sack. All the way back at the 12, 13-yard line. Or was that Whaley? <laughs> that was Whaley. That wasn't Lewis. 14. <laughs> That was a great pass rush and did a great job of keeping his hands on the quarterback. Fantastic. Now now they've got fourth and goal, but it's back at the 13-yard line. And do they have three timeouts left? Apparently so. Yes. Yes. Joseph Whaley, one heck of a play. He's 85. Lewis is 65. They look kind of similar. From this distance, it's kind of tough to see that eight and six. Now they're going to call a timeout. 
Uh, Dixon County is going to take a timeout. Looks like Columbia is out of their interesting time management on their part. They let it about was. 30 seconds run off before they called the timeout. Four minutes and seven seconds to go here in the ball game. Columbia is leading 26-12 to 12 over Dixon County. You're listening to the Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. This is J.P. Plant with TriStar Sports Radio. As I travel around southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama covering local and regional sports, sometimes both me and my car need a bit of refueling. Fortunately, there's always a Quick Mart convenience store nearby. Whether it's filling up with a cup of joe or grabbing a chicken tender sandwich with all the fixes. Yep, Quick Mart convenience stores gets me and my car to the next event. Stop in on your next road trip. Quick Mart convenience stores proudly serving Shell Gasoline. For the 75th year, Columbia Central Lions football plays on WKRN. Back to the booth, here's Lee Maddox. And welcome back to Dixon County, everyone, as we are getting to the conclusion of this game. Four minutes and seven seconds to go. Dixon County facing a fourth and and goal from the 14 as Lambert throws across the end zone, incomplete. Ball goes over on downs to the Columbia Lions. Outstanding, outstanding goal line stand by our defense. Made him use five plays in a minute and a half after they crossed the 10-yard line down here. Super, super job by the defensive by the defensive front getting pressure on the quarterback and by the defensive backfield keeping the, the receivers in check. Very good. So now we just kind of we need two or three first downs. They've got two timeouts left, so uh, we need we need several at least two or three yeah, first need, downs to run this to run on this clock, and then they'll start using yeah. their timeouts. If we can start stringing together a couple of like you said, a couple of first downs that will eat up a lot of clock. Here's Elselton with the Lions up to the line of scrimmage at their own 14-yard line. Going to give to Q Martin on that jet sweep. He's got room around the left side, and he's finally brought down after a five-yard pickup. He'll get to the 20-yard line, actually six yards on the play. That'll make it second and about four as the clock will run at three minutes, 45 seconds to go here in the ballgame. Columbia leading 26-12 to 12 over Dixon County. Great job sealing off the defense there. The only one man left to tackling. Luke Usselton all the way at quarterback for the Lions. The sophomore in his second start of his career. He's under center. Caden McCoy in the backfield. Going to give to Christian Biggers around the right side on the Jets. Christian Biggers has got room. He's across the 40 all the way up to the 44-yard line before he's finally brought down. So first and 10, that's what we want to see is first downs for the Lions now in good field position to continue on this drive and hopefully run out some of this clock. Three minutes and counting here in the fourth quarter in Dixon County. Great run by Christian Vickers. And from that wingback position, with that what you'd call that, that's yeah. what they run this jet sweep out of, either Q Martin on one side and Christian Biggers on the other, as Luke Usselton looks at the play clock to run it all the way down before calling. He's going to go to Jordan Davis this time, the jet sweep around the left side, and he's, break, he's breaking it. He's at the 40. He's at the 35, down to the 31-yard line before he's brought down another sophomore sensation, Jordan Davis, on that great jet sweep around the left side of that Dixon County line. It's starting to look like our conditioning is, is starting to take over here as well. Uh, our, our 
deep, our offensive line, excuse me, our offensive line is, is pushing pushing them up the field. We're getting the seal on the corners, and we're just getting big chunks of yards and eating up the clock. Approaching two minutes to go here in the ball game, two minutes and 12 seconds and counting. Luke Usselton brings his team up to the line of scrimmage, looking at that play clock, trying to milk it down all the way before he takes the snap. He's now under center. Here comes Christian Biggers in the jet sweep around the right side. He's got some room, and he cuts back up to the left in the middle, and he's got five, six, seven yards on the play, so a great run for Christian Biggers once again. Uh, positive yardage, and uh, I'm not sure... They've got two timeouts. They're not using them, but I know that's they're looking know. for. They're looking for a short play or short stop, and we're <laughs> know, we're able to chew up some chunk yards. Second and four, ball spotted at the Dixon County 25-yard line. A minute 30 and counting here in the ball game. Hustleton running that play clock all the way down. It's now down at 12. Let's run it on down. There comes the jet sweep to Ryan Patterson, gets the ball, and he makes positive yardage up to the 22-yard line of Dixon County, but there's another flag. Clock still running. Is that not a flag? No. But the clock? Oh, it is running. There is a clock flag. And that was a flag, right? They finally stopped it at a minute, too. Illegal motion. And look, there comes Perry Bowman in at quarterback. Let's see if they they correct the clock. Doesn't look like they're going to. Here's senior Perry Bowman to run quarterback here for the Lions with this last now under a minute as now second and nine from from the Dixon County 30-yard line. Bowman. Hands off to Jordan Davis around the left side. He's looking for room. He's got it. He's going all the way into the end zone. Oh, just stopped right at the one-yard line. Just tripped up maybe at the two right before he was going into pay dirt. Has the clock now down to 36 seconds, and it stops to mark the first down. And then I'm not sure that yeah. we would have to run a play. No. Uh, it's going to be close. It's like two seconds or yeah, three seconds Yeah, there's about two seconds. Taking knee right here. Uh, offense did an outstanding job taking – up chunk yardage, taking up clock, and making it impossible for Dixon County to mount any kind of a comeback. 20 seconds on the on the time clock and 14 on the play clock. He's going to take a knee. Perry Bowman does, and that's going to end the ball game right here as the Columbia Central Lions are going to be victorious here in Dixon County for the third year in a row, and that's something that we were hoping that would come about and to get that first win of the season and we're going to tell you that is the final play of the game the clock goes to triple zeros columbia wins at dixon county 26 to 12 you're listening to columbia central lions football on the front porch sports radio network American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. 
one-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art, fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKRM 103.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back, everyone, to Dixon County as the Columbia Central Lions victorious get win number one of the season here in week two against the Dixon County Cougars. And uh, Columbia uh, wins it 26-12, to 12, and Terry Wilcox, You've got some stats, stats for us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dixon County, obviously, rushing is their name of their game. 182 yards rushing. And uh, young man, Mr. Dunning, actually had 98 on the day. Uh, only 79 through the air. Uh, and they had 10 penalties, uh, which for, uh, for over about 70 yards, that really hurt them. And for Columbia, 248 yards rushing, 55 through the air. And uh, the big runner for Columbia, Davis, had 50 yards on three carries. Wow. So that's amazing. Great average. Absolutely. McCoy had 64, and uh, Biggers with 51. So they spread it out pretty good. They had about seven, eight different runners. So uh, very well spread out and uh, good game. Just got to cut down on the penalties, and they'll be fine. Yeah, quite a bit, of, quite a few penalties. Coach Mike, your assessment. Yeah, the defense did uh, stepped up really big tonight. Uh, they were able to keep Dixon County off balance. Uh, they they gave up yard running yardage begrudgingly. You know, no big, no really really big plays. Kept the quarterback off balance in his passing game. He was only able to throw the ball with with any kind of uh, with with any kind of footwork or any kind of assurance. A couple of times, the rest of the time he was throwing off his back foot or just running for his life and was throwing it up for grabs. And we were able to to make the play, either knock it down or intercept it. So. Defense really set the tone. Offense did just enough to keep the clock moving and and keep our defense in, you know, our defense kept it in control. Offense moved the clock and capped off the scores when we had to. Well, guys, I appreciate the, the all all that you do. I'm sorry to our folks listening that we had such a struggle <laughs> in that first half, but we finally got back on track here, and hopefully you uh, you folks listening we're at home were able to hear what we were having to say. We did enjoy this ball game for sure. We promise we'll get this new system figured out pretty <laughs> That's soon. That's right. That's right. So, obviously, we're going to wrap it up here and get down on the field and talk to some of the players and the coaches, and hopefully we'll hear from them, from them later with J.P., I want to thank you for all tuning in to our broadcast of Columbia Central Lions football, where your final score is Columbia 26, Dixon County 12. Tune in next week as the Lions will be back at Lindsey Nelson Stadium in an all-important region game against Franklin County. And that will be right here on 103.7 WKRM and Front Porch Radio. Coming up next, TriStar Friday Night Live with host J.P. Plant to bring you scores and comments from games across the Mid state so for coach mike lyles terry wilcox i'm lee maddox saying good night from dixon county this has been a presentation of the front porch sports radio network columbia central lions football on wkrm is brought to you in part by parts motor sales jones and lang sporting goods roof systems inc right care 
Columbia Franklin Kubota, Tin Pin Alley, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, Holland's Pharmacy, Columbia Foodland, Beck Dental Care, Ned Rich and CSH Incorporated, Brown's Body Shop, Murray Regional Medical Center, Quick Marks, Davis Heating and Cooling, and by Sands Fence Company.